Be afraid. There's nothing scarier than a cabbage that's gone bad. Be very afraid. <laughs> Welcome, boys and girls. I think we're on episode 10. I think we just went to double digits. To episode 10, we think. <laughs> yeah, we're not good at counting. Of, uh. Cabbage. Yeah, if the intro didn't give it away, where we butcher the word for Danny Elfman. This is a, a themed podcast. At least we're going to try to keep it themed. But who knows what's going to happen. These, these things tend to take care of themselves. Yeah, because we're known for our fastidious research and planning before we do these. Fastidious? So, like, that's a big word. I don't know what that means. What, fastidious? Yeah. Do you genuinely not know what fastidious means? Can you explain to the audience what fastidious means? Yes, for everyone that's never read a book before. That's like a $13 fucking word. I've read plenty of books and I'm fastidious not to be too sure what that fucking word means. Uh, to be particularly you, careful, organized, and planned. Fastidious. Is it like synonymous with other things? What? Is it synonymous with, do you mean, does the word fastidious have any synonyms? I mean, do you feel fastidious when you have festivities? No. No, you might fastidiously prepare for festivities and put up decorations and make sure everything's in its place, but... So they're word friends. Just because they both begin with the letter F... And titties... Activities. Sorry to the seventy percent female demographic on our podcast. Is it seriously seventy percent? Seventeen. Oh, yeah. We're, we're oh, we're we're dropping. We're We've gone from twenty percent. <laughs> yeah, to we 17. lost. We lost three percent. I don't know what the hell happened. Yeah, it's just one person, and maybe it was the Winona Ryder and uh, it's Sigourney Weaver. Yeah, episode. maybe it was the terrible date that we. Uh, took them on to uh, Olive Garden. I'm just gonna say, you're the one who proposed Olive Garden for that. Fucking uh, unlimited breadsticks. You can't beat it. (laughs) They're always having crazy deals. (laughs) Oh, shout out to Rwanda, ladies and gentlemen. We are now global. No, we would be international. Global would be if we're in every country. Or the majority. Shut up, man. You fucking... (laughs) Sorry, I didn't know my editor was was present. You don't let me edit anything. <laughs> you just take the recording and go publish. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. It's raw and uncut. So, in keeping with our theme, quote unquote. In case you can't put it together after. We're doing a we're ha- doing a, a Halloween special. We're going to talk about. Halloween things. Uh, shocker, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we're just going to jump right into it. Talking about ghosts uh, on my cousin's podcast last night. 
this is me trying. Uh, check it out. It's the second time we've been on theirs. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. Always a real good time. My cousin and her husband, Johnny. Uh, it's Dina's podcast. This, so this is me trying. We did a, a Halloween special with her last night. It was a lot of fun. Encourage you to look it up. It's on all the platforms. I got a lot of flack for what I thought was the scariest movie. Because um, it's fucking Toy Story. Which is terrifying. Thought, like, Toy Story is thought, terrifying. Right. Toy Story is terrifying. We went if you through, really we, break it down and you really look at it, Toy Story is absolutely terrifying. Okay, the concept on paper, maybe. But that's a far reach, man. It's when you really... No, when you It's really, a far reach. It's you, a far reach. You're talking about... Harmless toys, first of all. They are not harmless. They are harmless. It's a toy cowboy, a space ranger, a piggy bank, and a moving dinosaur that only has, like, one position to put him in. The roar position. Okay. <laughs> Throughout that entire franchise... Steve, Steve's number one. This is the guy who went to film school... His number one scariest movie, because we went through our top three last night with Dina. His number one scariest movie is Toy Story. Okay, clearly I don't believe that the film itself is a terrifying movie. It's a delightfully bright romp. Um, <laughs> it's but a, it's a romp. A rump, a rump, a rump, but when a rump. you really look at Toy Story on paper, yeah, it's a terrifying concept. You have toys everywhere that are sentient and immortal. Hold on. Quick shout out before we go down this dark tangent uh, to Dina's husband, who also has a podcast, Questioning Everything. You want to listen to a podcast that'll blow your hair back. It's a lot like Art Bell's Coast to Coast. That's a good one talk about all kinds of crazy shit yeah i hope i get to be on another one of those but only after i actually do some research on what he wants to talk about yeah we did a good one good one on that one too last night where we're on a roll so okay so these sentient beings you're terrified of even though I, I they're harmless if toy story were real and they they keep andy's best interests at heart at all no, times. they don't. They only yes, keep they their own interests at heart. But they're subservient. They're ultimately, one... they're ultimately subservient to Andy. Okay, that's also equally terrifying. Can you imagine uh, that if your entire purpose in life was to be a servant to somebody else and the whims of that? We kind of fought a war in uh, the 1770s so that we weren't at the whims of a lunatic ruler. Hitler? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> King George Hitler. <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> and his right-hand man, Oliver Cromwell Mussolini. Do you watch The Office? No, not particularly. I, oh, I, I, saw, I watched an episode with you the other day where you said that I was very much like Dwight. You were very much right, Shoe. No, that's not good. Just, just because of his pure love and fascination of bears alone. Bears are awesome. I love bears. Here's the deal. I mean, hey, I, I must know my subjects. Yeah, bears are awesome. Until they eat you alive. Well, Real life happened to a guy who also loved bears very, very much. And his you, girlfriend. Have you, heard that, have you heard that audio? It is horrifying. Absolutely horrifying. Do you remember his name? What's, what was his name? It's Do you remember? The Grizzly Man. The Grizzly Man. 
Yeah, so those of you out there who don't know who this man is, he was a... It's, it's kind of funny. Like in a You really, think it's funny? In a really dark way. Oh my god! <laughs> so this man was uh, uh, actually a, a world-famous uh, documentary maker about bears. That was his life's work. He followed bears into the wild. He was a very niche David Attenborough. He was like... He was he was in the cut with these bears. He would stay with them for months on end, and he would always leave uh, right before a few weeks before the height of their feeding season, uh, which is right before they go into hibernation. He always made sure that he left before them because that's when they're eating everything. Yes. Um, uh, he was uh, had this one bear that he was uh, uh, studying. And uh, this bear he found very, very fascinating. It was a male, grizz- a male grizzly. And he's following this thing around, taking pictures, having a good old time. And he decided that he was only going to stay a few days past that time period which he usually leaves. Well, uh, it proved to be a fatal mistake. Uh, him and his girlfriend were sleeping in their tents when the bear uh, ate both of them. Well, yeah, I mean, he's a hungry bear. This guy knew better than to stay. And the bear goes into the tent and, oh, look, human burritos. There was no uh, camera recording of it, but there was photographs taken of the grizzly scene, no pun intended, after the fact. And there was, uh, I don't know how there was audio recording of it, but there was audio recording taken, which you can look up online. And, uh, listeners warning, it is horrifying. It is sounds from a human that you will never forget. Uh, the sounds of being eaten by a bear. Uh, so he gets eaten first and she's fighting him off. Um, and then she goes, uh, right after, uh, him. And just to give you a sort of, uh, uh, context. Is yeah, a little bit of imagery <laughs> in the photographs. The only thing that are left, the only things that are left of both of their bodies are their ankles, feet, and uh, their forearms. Everything else is uh, completely gone. I don't think I've seen these photos. They're horrific. They were taken by the sheriff's department. Well, good. I, I'm glad that it wasn't taken by the bear or the Polaroid while he's making trophies of his kills. Yeah, so thing that I always loved and appreciated about Steve, I just, you know, if I really had to think about it, I don't understand. Bears will, will eat you and kill you. Um, anyway, moving on. Yeah, I'm not oblivious to that. That's why I wouldn't stick around <laughs> past when I know it's time to get the fuck out. Oh, they're so cute. Okay, bye. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, that's why I say it's it's darkly comedic. This man knew better. He knew better, he's and just, then he, he stuck around. You know, his gut had to have told him. Get this, the fuck out, get the, the fuck out. Because that's what, that's what kept him alive. I'll because this he was way. doing it for like 20 plus years. As much as I lived. love bears, he as much as around. I love bears, I, I am not stupid enough to hang around during the tail end of their feeding and mating season. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, the crazy part about it was, I don't know why he went against his gut instinct. This bear was already stalking them, and he knew it that this bear was hunting them, but he decided that he was going to stick around and, and 
study it more. Yeah, that would be absolutely was... terrifying to be stalked by a bear. There's a story about a kayaker in Alaska. This was, I want to say, the early aughts. Um, and he happened to see just on the banks, there's a bear just walking along as he's kayaking down this river. And he gets on his uh, satellite phone and he calls up the... Um... It, was, it was waiting for him to go on shore so it could attack him? Yeah, it was essentially just waiting for him to get tired. Because the guy gets on the on the radio or the, the satellite phone with Park Services and is like, I'm pretty sure I'm being stalked by a bear. And Park Services is like, well, we can't get to you for about like two hours, so good luck. Jesus. The bear then gets into the water and started swimming along with him. To try to eat him? Yeah. 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 Did, I he, mean, did he survive? Yeah, he, he survived. Wow. That's crazy. Well, because he just, he just kept on kayaking, and then the park services, I think, they choppered in and gave him an airlift out. Now, I could be wrong on that story. I, I, it's been a long time since I read about that story. But... Well, the most important part is that he lived. Well, yeah, I mean, but the saddest part is that the bear didn't get lunch. <laughs> so, before we get Spooky into the whole... scary skeletons. Before we get into the whole uh, Steve doesn't believe in, in ghosts I don't. Uh, thing... You know what I was watching uh, earlier this morning? You know what's absolutely horrifying? It's the scariest thing out there, and they will kill you. Are renegade tires? Were you watching? Were you watching Rubber? No, not Rubber. I've seen that movie, and that movie is absolutely hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Can you want to explain what Rubber is? Uh, rubber is about a, a killer tire. There you go. It's literally an entire movie about a tire, T-I-R-E, made of rubber, yeah. that just tracks people down and kills them. And it's inaudible. It doesn't talk. There's no dialogue yeah, it's, from the tire. It's just the tire. It's a ridiculous movie. It's hilarious. I it's love right this. up there with uh, with Thanks Killing and Hobo with a Shotgun. I love movies like that. Hobo with a Shotgun's very funny. I like the horror movie about the, uh, the lumberjack who kills people. Uh... And it's all about pancakes. What, like the brawny man has had a change of career? Well, he like cooks pancakes and then he kills people. He'll make you pancakes but murder you. He makes pancakes with like dead people. Is it Prince? Eat your pancakes, David. <laughs> no, it's a guy. He like stalks all these people at like summer camp or something. And he, uh, he kills them with... Uh... What is this song? Uh, Spooky Scary Skeletons was originally a, a Silly Symphonies song. Um, do you know what Silly Symphonies are? They're like Halloween raves or something? No, Silly Symphonies was a, um, <clears throat> was kind of like a, a series that early Walt Disney animation did. Um, if you watch it, it's a good example of what's known as rubber hose animation. Mm -hmm. Um, and rubber hose animation is just where all your limbs, like, look like rubber and they're just all wavy and waveform and everything like that. Uh, that's where that song comes from. Like the used car dealership? Yeah, kind of, except way more structured because it's 1930s animation and not the wanton randomness of a fan underneath. Yeah, so I saw this video. It's actually a video that went viral. It was very famous back in 2017, 2018. Uh, in Brazil, you might have seen this, Steve. Yes, a, I have. a man was walking with his daughter, for those who haven't seen it. You can just easily type in, guy gets hit in head by tire, and it will bring up this video. Uh, thankfully, he lives. In the video, he looks like he's he's dead. He looks like he's he's like last rites for sure. 
but he's walking, he's caught on CCTV, uh, ironically, by a uh, tire uh, repair shop. <laughs> uh, he was walking on the sidewalk with his daughter in Brazil, and it was adjacent to a highway. The highway was probably about 100 yards off, and on the, uh, in the video, you see this tire just go flying off the highway, and it bounces about twice. It was probably going between 60 and 80 miles an hour, if not faster, because um, it covered the distance in like less than two seconds. Um, and it hits this man, full speed, with the wheel in it, and takes him out. Yeah, I mean, and also, nobody's ever just walking down the street and, like, quickly glancing over their right or left shoulder and be like, are any tires coming flying at me? Nope. Okay, let's keep Talking walking. about having a bad fucking day. I mean, that's gotta be up there with being struck by lightning, the odds of something like that happening. I would imagine it's, lightning's probably a little less likely... But you can actually, you can entice yourself to be struck by lightning, or you can entice lightning to strike you more easily than you can get a rogue tire to fly off of like an. Just think about the, the odds of something like that taking place. Your your head is only so many inches wide, and for you to be in the exact right position, yes. standing there for something like that, yeah, that's that's the type of thing that makes you want to believe that there is a god and he doesn't like you. You're that. He's just got a fucked up sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> haven't had a haven't had a laugh in a while <laughs> tire go <laughs> <laughs> now this is happening <laughs> Jesus uh, but yeah uh, he did survive because uh, in the video the video doesn't give any dialogue or commentary on, on whether or not he does survive he did survive but barely he had some pretty severe skull fracture uh, and a uh, uh, chest and back injuries as well uh, but he did live through it yeah, there's all kinds of videos of just tires uh, flying off willy-nilly while people are just driving down the highway. And they fuck shit up. Yeah. Car accidents, they go through windshields, uh, they take people out, I and mean, it's just absolutely crazy. Yeah, I mean, they're, but, well, because they're, once they're no longer attached to the axle, they're at the, the whims of entropy. <laughs> I wouldn't say, you know, that's what I encourage all of you parents to, to uh, dress your children as this Halloween this year. Whims of entropy? No, tires. Oh. They're horrifying. Children are much closer <laughs> to whims of entropy than they are to tires. <laughs> um, I don't know. I dress as a tire. What were you for, what were you for Halloween when, when, you were, when you were a little munchkin? Uh... Well, one, mom was always very much a, we're not going to buy a costume oh, type of person. You were one of those kids. Well, kind of, but mom always, she really liked doing it. She always liked making, or at least she told me that she did. And she could have been lying because, hey, that's what mom Is it like a hybrid? Did she buy some stuff, but the rest of it you kind of... No, a lot of it she made. Uh, my favorite one that she ever made for me was a Three Musketeers tunic. Uh, and I went as a musketeer. That's pretty cool. I still have it somewhere. Um, in fourth grade, I went as Harry Potter and my friend Casey, um, I won't use her last name, but anyway, uh, Casey, she went as Hermione Granger. Nobody knew who we were. This was 1997. The book had just come out in America. Casey and I were the only ones- Yeah, no movies were made yet. 
It was like... Well, it wasn't 97. It might have been 98, 99, or something like that. When did they but, start the movie franchise? Not until 2000. Right? 2001, I believe. Um, because Harry is 11 when I think Daniel Radcliffe is my age. Um, He's done some really interesting time. projects since Harry Potter. I have not seen Guns Akimbo, but I want to. Is that the one where he's holding the two guns and he looks... And he's in a pair of bear slippers? Yeah. <laughs> what about the one where he's got the horns coming out of his head? You mean horns? Is that what it's called? I believe so. Oh. Any feedback on that? Uh, I haven't seen it. Uh, he was also... He did a Broadway uh, performance in Equine. Um, now, okay. If I met... Not Daniel Radcliffe, but if I met Harry Potter... Then I'd start believing in ghosts because they're a big component of the uh, the background characters of Hogwarts. Hogwarts. So it would take you meeting Harry Potter to believe in ghosts. It would take me meeting somebody who has true powers that I cannot rationally figure out, and then to tell me like Harry Potter runs up to me and goes, "Alohomora." Um, and unlocks... Expecto Patronum! Well, yeah, I mean, if he jizzes out a Patronus out of his wand, I'm gonna fucking shit my pants. Um, <laughs> if all of a sudden... Expelliarmus! Expelliarmus. Okay, whatever. Harry Potter series business plan. <laughs> um. What's the boondock stakes? What's the Latin experience? Santos? Is something, something... What? In nomine patria et spiritu et filetus sancta? Do they say that whole thing in Boondock Saints before they kill people? What, the prayer? Yeah. Uh, and we shall flow a river forth to thee, and teeming with life shall it ever be. Um, your will is carried out by, so that our feet may swiftly carry out the commands. It's been a long time since I said that. And there was a gunfire! Firefight. Fire there was fight. a firefight! Man, Billy Connolly, too. Like, Billy Connolly's a very funny man, but he plays a excellent angry assassin he's good billy Connolly is el douche he's a lot of fun yeah yeah i was a ninja for like three years in a row there were some bad years i was uh <laughs> i went as a ghost but the ghostbuster one is probably the one that i'm happiest there weren't a lot of photos of which ghostbuster were you? It, it didn't matter i was just a generic ghostbuster but my ghost pack looked terrible it was a box that mom had duct taped and glued on the felt symbol of the Ghostbusters. Oh my god. It was, yeah, I mean, I didn't care at the time. I think that was, like, first grade, because in kindergarten I went as, uh, as Robin. There are a lot of photos of that somewhere. Like Batman and Robin Robin? No, the the bird. Yes, of course Robin from Batman You could have been a bird. I don't know. No, I, yes, everything you know about me. Yeah, six-year-old <laughs> Steve has a choice between being a bird or Batman's sidekick. I don't know. People do weird shit when they love of, My love of Batman runs deep. Then why the fuck were you Robin? Because I knew I couldn't be Batman. You didn't even know you couldn't be Batman. You just be Batman. You're just Batman. Batman's not blonde. I was blonde at the time. Maybe you were German Batman. <laughs> German, German Batman. Yeah. I'm Batman! <laughs> Batman. Speckazy Batman. Sprecadi Justice! <laughs> Sprecadi Justice. Um, I was Batman one year, and then, uh. I've, I've never gone as Batman. I was Superman one year. Fuck Superman. 
God, I hate that character. Yeah, Ninja, a couple years. And then I really started getting into, like, scary shit. Like, uh, killer masks and, like, goblins and fun stuff. I went as Rorschach in college. And it was, it was like, maybe two or three years after the Zack Snyder adaptation movie came out. Mm-hmm. And, but... It was very obvious that there were a lot of people at the party that I went to who had never either read Watchmen or seen Watchmen. Okay. And because they fucking... Somebody, I remember, this girl freaked out and thought I was, like, legitimately just a serial killer. Um, That was probably the best costume that I ever made for myself. I'm still on the fence about you being a serial killer. (laughs) Oh, what the fuck does that mean? What does that mean? You're still on the fence about me being a serial killer? As though you think my life could take some drastically sharp left turn and I just start wantonly 86ing people? (laughs) Or you think I've already started killing people and you're unsure if your suspicions should be confirmed or not? I don't know. Jury's out, man. Jury's still out. There will be no jury. I feel safe around you. I know you're not going to serial kill me. Well, yeah, you definitely would not be in my M.O. No. I, I, I am confident that I'm out on the list. I'd probably just take out French-Canadian women who can also do American Sign Language. <laughs> All right, we're moving on. Um, <laughs> we told you this episode was going to be spooky. <laughs> Hold on to your butts. <laughs> Okay, if I was a serial killer, don't yeah. you think I would also believe in ghosts if they were real? Because all of my victims would be haunting the shit out of me. I don't know. I, see, that's a good question. I, I don't think... I wouldn't imagine, honestly, serial killers have any sort of belief in that type of thing. Or, well, it depends on what type of serial killer. Wouldn't it imply that they also fear consequences of, of their actions if they believe in something like that? Serial killers do fear the consequences of their actions. That's why they go to great lengths to hide it. But not all of them do. They're so proud of what they do. Some of them don't. They're like itching to get caught. They're beckoning to be caught. They're beckoning to yes. be caught? Yes. Catch me. Catch me. Catch okay, me. Okay, now that's true for BTK. BTK catch just me. wanted to be famous. And that that's... Dennis Rader can go fuck himself. Who's the guy who killed John Lennon? Uh, Chapman. Mark David Chapman. He wanted to be famous too. No, he was more so obsessed with the idea of phonies. And that's why he was so catcher in the rye heavy. And he viewed John Lennon as like the ultimate phony. Okay. Mark David Chapman Maybe, was a very okay. sick man. I digress. Maybe it wasn't one of his original goals to be famous. Oh, but, but he, he very much relished in the fact that he became famous for that specific event. Because there's interviews done of him um, right afterwards. And he really enjoyed being in front of the camera. He really enjoyed it. Well, I mean, you have to be a special type of sociopath to be a serial killer. True. Um, I was, uh, was it you or Phil? Phil's my brother, but That we were way. talking about Dahmer? Yeah, and how I actually have a little bit of sympathy for him. It was me. Yeah, and I was perplexed when, when you told me that. I gave you a look, but why 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 do you have sympathy for Jeffrey Dahmer? I have sympathy for him, not for what he did, but of all the serial killers that I've learned about, he is the one who I think is the most sympathetic because he, he didn't want to kill people. 
That's not... Jeffrey Dahmer was what's known as a product killer. Um, he just wanted the body. He just wanted a, a zombie sex slave, or a, he wanted human connection, and he just... There was something wrong in his head that he couldn't do it naturally or within the social constructs and social contract of just humanity. So he had to kill. He was just a very sad, very sick, very lonely man. Now, is what he did forgivable? That is not for me to decide. I would say no, what he did was unforgivable. But of everybody else, he like he had to get blackout drunk in order to make his kills. That's why Jeffrey Dahmer was such a raging alcoholic, is because he needed the bodies, but he hated killing. And so he needed to get blackout drunk in order to perform the act for the thing that he truly desired. Didn't, um, uh, was, who's the clown guy? Gacy. Gacy also used to get really hammered yeah, but he with his victims. But he didn't need to, to kill Gacy. But 99% of the time, there was alcohol involved and drugs involved. And, well, and Gacy was, Gacy hated himself for being gay. Which is tragic, but he hated himself for being gay, and that's one of the reasons why he used to get so drunk. And I mean, that's also one of the reasons why all of his victims were young boys. Uh, and he would do what's called the, the rope game, where he would fake tie his wrists to a board and then get out as like a magic trick because he was a party clown. Right. And then he would tie a different knot to the young boys, and they couldn't escape, and now they're just straight up his victims. And they're already fucked up. Because they're drunk or they're high or whatever. Yeah, and they're yeah. and they're 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 dead. They're gone. They're fucked. Yeah, the big three: Bundy, Gacy, Dahmer. Fucking. Who do you think was the worst out of all of them? Uh, I think the. Well, you need to add the parameters of worst because they're all equally reprehensible and morally abhorrent. Okay, I think. Okay, I would say who do you think was the most evil out of all of them? I think the most evil serial killer of all time is the Toy Box Killer. No, out of the three that you just mentioned, who do you think is the most evil? Most evil? Probably Gacy. I would have to say Bundy. I, I, I'm on, so like, much on how you're on the fence between am I a serial killer or not, I'm on the fence between which one is the more evil. I mean, well, obviously we've narrowed it down to two, because I've already said that I think Jeffrey Dahmer is the most sympathetic serial killer of all time. Um, yeah, but Bundy wasn't in his mind, flawed by anything. He was a pure narcissist. Yeah, but the reason that I would give it to Gacy, Gacy went after children and teens. Well, it wasn't... He didn't kill any kids' kids. I mean... Yeah, was, he didn't kill kids' kids, but... They were, they were all... They were all like, you know, I think the youngest victim was like 17 or something. But that's still pretty young. That's a child. Yeah. yeah. But... Bundy went after at least adults. Kinda. No, he killed college girls. He killed girls in college. Well, isn't that what we say in America? Is that once you reach 18, you're an adult? You can be charged as as an adult. (laughs) I know 50-year-old men who aren't adults. Yeah. I know a 30-year-old guy that isn't an adult. He's sitting right next to you and talking currently. Are you talking about you? Yes, I'm talking about myself. There's no way in hell I'm an adult. I see what you did there. The most adult thing I have is a 401k that I'm probably going to liquefy. Thankful you have one of those, man. Yeah, before this whole COVID thing, the company that I worked for was very, very good to me. I will miss that job. But yeah, so like, okay. 
okay, so we've touched on serial killers. Do, do you genuinely want me to give you my reasoning why I don't think there are ghosts? Yeah, let's do it. I think we're ready for it. All right. There's there's a number of reasons why I don't think there are ghosts. Is there science in this, or is it just belief system? Uh, it's a little bit of both. Or I mean, I, I say that, uh, but I'm not sure that there is any science to what I am about to say. Um, it's in the freezer. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> we would have had him documented by now. And not documented in the, like, oh, it's, uh, look at this photo of a whole bunch of floating orbs and things like that. It's like, no, those are just specks of dust floating in the sky when the flash goes off for that photo. You're gonna get... Someone's gonna originally. Someone someday is going to copyright you, uh, or copyright strike you. Um, well, when that happens, I'll be ready. <laughs> sure. Uh, <laughs> but no, I mean that, and I and I don't mean like documentation in the sense of people who go like, oh, this place is so haunted, and I like it's all anecdotal evidence. It's all anecdotal, and frankly, at this point, with so many people who genuinely do believe in spirits and the afterlife and everything, we would have some definitive proof by now. Same with Sasquatch, same with Loch Ness. Well, Loch Ness exists, but the Loch Ness monster does not. Um, you don't, okay, before before the whole, before we revisit, go back to the ghost thing, you don't think that an apex predator of, like, Sasquatch exists, or like the Yeti exists? No, I don't. Uh, in the sense of how we view it now, and that there's a humanoid, like, half ape furry thing just running around the woods. Yeah, but wouldn't it, is it so far-fetched to believe that they're so high up in the food chain, there's probably, like, a handful of, a handful of them on each coast, and the odds of actually finding one to document are... Incredibly, incredibly steep, like not in our favor. Well, they would have already died out then, because if they're that rare that it's very difficult for us to find them, their gene pool would have already been so polluted by inbreeding that they already would have died out. Well, what if we did find them and we just don't want people to know about it? That's the same as them not existing. If they've been discovered and somebody says, hey, let's not reveal this to the world it's the same as not existing i've seen one uh no you have not yes i have you might have seen a bear walking on its hind legs i saw a sasquatch you is this a joke at me and my feet i'm being dead fucking serious i have seen a sasquatch i'm not making this up and i know somebody who will corroborate this story she that, has in the past. okay i know loads of people who will corroborate stories about seeing ghosts and demons and they they go to church every Sunday. It doesn't mean any of it's real. Well, in true cabbage fashion, this story is real. Okay, I don't think we've ever told real stories <laughs> on this fucking show. Sure we have. Yeah, we've told plenty. I became the Lord of Pandas. That's not real. That's real. <laughs> so, okay. So, the story of the Sasquatch. <laughs> uh, oh, my, I can't wait. Once upon a time, I was in the Navy. 
Come on, you can sail sing the your seven seas song. in the Navy. Catch a venereal disease in the Navy. Shut up. Got seven kids in Vietnam in the Navy. Ha! They only have a mom in the Navy. <laughs> So, uh, girlfriend at the time, I'm not gonna name any names, Ashley, uh, she, <laughs> uh, she would come and visit me on, uh, base, and at the time, the base I was on, um, first, second, third, home, pitcher's mound, which base were you on? As a junior sailor, having female visitors on this type of base was not authorized. No females were authorized on this facility. So, question for you, not to not to derail, sure, but it's a genuine question is is that like a holdover of the superstition that it was bad luck to have a woman on a on a ship? No, we just we just like on on base without well, yeah. unless she was like unless I was married to her without proper identification on this particular base. Yeah, no unauthorized personnel. Okay. Yeah, you could have girlfriends or whatever. And, you could give them a visitor's pass. I do remember being able to do that. Um, but it wasn't until we got married that she was actually able to like come on base and, and do things on base. Uh, in any event, it was kind of discouraged uh, for us to uh, uh, do things like drink and, and fraternize and we, we had to stay focused. But I'm not one to follow the rules. And uh, anyway, girlfriend would come and visit. And, you know, getting it on in public was one of our things. It was one of the things that we enjoyed doing. I'm not going to go too much in depth in that. Thank if, you. If you haven't tried it, it's a fucking good time. It's a lot of fun. We're all adults here. Shut up, Steve. Don't, so. don't encourage people to break the law. Oh, break this fucking law, man. It's invigorating. <laughs> Uh, so we're out and about in, uh, Connecticut and we decide that we were going to seize the moment and the opportunity. Um, and <laughs> the best place for this was, uh, behind a 7-Eleven that was adjacent to a very, very okay. the deep fact wood you, line. The fact that you have now just said, huh, you know what? Behind this 7-Eleven. Yeah. Yeah, that's the right spot. At now night. I understand why you want to take Sigourney Weaver to a fucking olive garden. <laughs> well, you know, we're the car, you know. We, we, I know. The I car know. was being used as an instrument uh, in, in this. In like this. clarinet, recorder. Sure. Mainly the hood. Or, or the trunk. Whatever. So. The boot or the bonnet? <laughs> the point is... <laughs> In the middle of said act, I felt like something was watching us. And um, I turned and I stopped. And the reason why I stopped is because in sheer disbelief about, I don't know, eight to ten meters away from me was a fucking tall looking gray brown gorilla man looking thing. And it was so tall, I remember looking at it and then having to veer my gaze up. I had to look up to make eye contact with it. Stilts. 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 Yes. A man in the woods with stilts uh, purveying <laughs> on young people 
committing sexual acts in public. That's that's your theory. Still. Way more probable than Sasquatch. I'm going to go with Sasquatch on this one. I'm going to go with pervert in the woods hanging out in a costume on stilts. That's that's your theory. That's way more believable. Than a fucking Sasquatch monster ape thing. Okay. All right. Let me ask you that. Let me finish the story. Okay. Before you start poking holes in this thing... <laughs> Let me finish the story. I'm going to treat this story like a fucking colander. That's, that's, you do what you got to do, man. All right, so, um, because I'm frozen in disbelief, this uh, garnered attention from my girlfriends, uh, who also noticed that had said act had uh, stopped. (laughs) And she was like, what the fuck is going on? And she turns around and she looks at the same thing that I was looking at, and she said, and I quote, what the fuck is that? (laughs) And I looked at her and I said, get in the fucking car. <laughs> so we immediately start scrambling. And as soon as we started scrambling, because we had to put our clothes back on and whatnot, um, this thing bolted into the woods. And that sounds, I'm oh, sorry. You could hear, uh, it was moving so fast. You could hear, you, first of all, you could hear it leaping and landing. Okay. Because it would leap. And then as it was leaping, it would break branches and shit like that. Like you heard branches snapping and then you, you would hear it land and then you would hear it leap again and then land. Call these strides, leaps, whatever the fuck. Strides, short. Okay. They were strides. After each stride this thing took, shit was breaking in the woods until we didn't hear it anymore because we were in the car, freaked the fuck out and driving away. Sasquatch watched me fuck my girlfriend. Okay, it sounds to me... <clears throat> Way more reasonable that this is a bear with mange. You're in Connecticut, so you're not too far from bear country. This is a bear... A super quiet bear who just doesn't say anything? Bear... A yes, bear, a bear that doesn't say anything exactly right. A bear that's 10 feet fucking tall? Uh, you might have been exaggerating. But I wasn't exaggerating. Again, if I look at somebody, okay, if I look at you and you're 10 meters away, I got you in focus, man. There's no need to alter my, like... Line of sight. Not, There's no okay, need that's, for it. That's fine. There's no need to that's alter fair. my line of sight at all. I had to alter my line of sight to look at its fucking face. I is had to look possible up. That I had to look a, up to see its face. Is it possible you said it's dark, you said it's night. Is it possible that this is a bear that was climbing a tree and you happened to see it and didn't process that it was in a tree off the ground? Uh, with the peripherals legs, it had a full torso, man. It was standing up. It was on two feet. When I first looked at it, I saw stilts. its chest. Stilts. It's a guy on stilts. I saw its big old Sasquatch titties, and then I had to look up. At first, I saw Sasquatch pectoral muscles, and then I had to look up to its face. It's perverted. Watch me have sex with my girlfriend face. You know what? We watch animals have sex all the time. Why can't they watch <laughs> us? That's a valid argument. I'm okay with it. I wasn't offended by it. There's, yeah. a whole, there's a whole department in zoos dedicated to seeing my subjects fuck. I will take the compliment from the Sasquatch. Um, further research done on the subject, multiple sightings of said creature. Over a, over 150 within a 70 mile radius of that date. Do you think... The Publications. Jer- Do you think the Jersey Devil is real? There was... I don't even know what the fuck that is. There was publications on this same fucking creature. Whatever it was. It was in newspapers. It was in a magazine. People documented seeing this fucking thing. Any photos? 
No. Any video? No. There's lead in the water. You all hallucinated. Really? <laughs> Government's done shit like that before. <laughs> we it all is far more We all hallucinated. Okay. So you're saying it it's more, more okay, it's more it's more it's more plausible the to believe government has put LSD in the water <laughs> supply than it is that there is a fucking Sasquatch. You're saying it's more plausible to believe that somehow which I was drug tested regularly that somehow there was acid in my water supply and I was able to just beat the beat the man to my drug tests and not have any acid in my system whatsoever. Or maybe since you're in the Navy at the time, top brass is already doing. Well, you know what? How about we don't screen these people for LSD right so now? So there's this massive LSD conspiracy involving the top brass of the Navy to fake a Sasquatch who is rather perverse in the woods of Connecticut. Well, when you phrase it like that, that's the silliest thing. The Toy Story is scary. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. That's the thing that fucking gets me. It wasn't just me who saw this thing. Hundreds of people saw this thing. Within the same time period, man. How do you explain that? It's a fine time period. Within like the next six months. Six months, okay. And it was mapped out on a trajectory. It, it if, went. It was okay, going. If, if it was going is, north. If what I am about to say is offensive, I do apologize. Patton Oswalt has a great bit on this where you gotta, you gotta give me time to catch up with what's offensive and what's not. I don't actively try to be. Sounds like Chinese whispers. Uh, Sounds like somebody overheard somebody Chinese, else. Chinese whispers. Yeah, it's like the telephone game. Okay. Except a much more racist way of saying the telephone game. Um. Somebody hears something from a friend, mm -hmm. they're like, oh, I think I saw a Sasquatch. And it's just casually mentioned and dropped and not mentioned again throughout the dinner conversation or whatever. Mm -hmm. And uh, even though I don't know how you can ignore someone lunatically saying, oh, I saw a Sasquatch at dinner. Like, what are you going to do? Dip back into your shepherd's pie? Like, and just go like, oh, huh, sa Sasquatch, right? Mm, really good puff pastry this year, Barbara. Um, but, like, <clears throat> like... The champ is fantastic. Mm. It, it sounds to me like that. Like, people just subconsciously start to register, like, oh, hey, we've heard this story. And then they see something that they can't explain. Okay, how do you explain me seeing it and my girlfriend seeing this? I told you, thing? LSD in the water. And without us having a conversation about it, like, there was no suggestion here. I wasn't, didn't get in the car and I'd be like, wow, that was a Sasquatch, right? And she was like, yep, it sure was, Jay. That was a fucking Sasquatch. <laughs> no, none of that happened. It was, I don't know what the fuck that is, but the hair was standing up on the back of my neck to the point where I needed to fucking, I went in, immediately into fight or flight and seeing the size of this thing, it was definitely flight. We were leaving. Same thing with her. Like, frozen time, fight or flight. We're getting the fuck out of there. Okay. So then, let's say... The age-old instincts that humans have had for thousands of years kicked in. There was no thought. There was no conscious behavior. There was no words. There was nothing. Nothing. It didn't pop into my mind. Hey, that's a Sasquatch. Like, in grade school, you're, like, it's ingrained in you what things look like. Hey, that's a bear. That's a tree. That's a bird. That's a fox. That's a puppy. Okay? I'm so I'm happy looking that at you this didn't thing. say, that's a Sasquatch, because I would have asked, what the fuck school did you go to exactly. where they're teaching you cryptids? But the point is, these things are embedded in your neurology, right? So when you see a bear, you're like, 
that's it there. Or when you see something that you can't explain because, hey, it's embedded in your mind, like you were saying there. You see something that you can't explain that looks vaguely like the the drawings, the blurry photographs, and Mitch Hedberg has a great joke that I think Sasquatch is just perpetually blurry. (laughs) 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 But, like... Okay, so you see something that you can't explain, so your mind wants to find a way to explain it, so it goes through your Rolodex of practical, doesn't click anything there. So Are you talking goes, about after my adrenal gland stops pumping adrenaline into my body yes. and we're driving away? Yes, and, and you've calmed down and, and you've taken down. a few deep breaths okay. and you're, you're going back to normal and you're trying to figure out what it is because, hey, adrenaline's a hell of a drug. It makes people live fucking cars. You can do anything on adrenaline. You know, my mom, who's a, uh, an RN, she was telling me about, we were talking, we had a conversation about the adrenal gland, and um, it's capable of giving you, literally, superhuman strength. You can do things. Well, it doesn't necessarily give you superhuman strength. It shuts down your nervous system so you don't feel pain, so you can push your body beyond limits that your body would normally shut you down on. Exactly. Like lifting cars. It's the to same save, with PCP. To save your child. Like, it's, it's absolutely nuts. Yeah, like you only shit. get it for like a couple seconds. But hey, for a couple seconds, you're fucking Superman. <laughs> I'm Zeus. <laughs> yeah. Dewey Cox, the wall car story. Two seconds. <laughs> you can do some pretty awesome off the wall shit. Yeah, no, I mean I, I understand the term adrenaline junkie. Like I get how that shit can be addicting. I don't know. It's something that I wouldn't fuck with. Like, I'm thankful for the times that it kicks in. Everything's working just fine. Thank you, neurology. But it's not something I'd be like, I'm going to abuse this. <laughs> yeah. Because I feel like it's something that's completely insatiable. You're going to be chasing that. for. Yeah, that you you never get that dragon back. Yeah, no. You're, you're, you're going to die trying, for sure. Like those guys in fucking little squirrel flying squirrel suits. Oh, dude. The wingsuits. Wing Holy shit. Looks awesome. Part of me wants to do that. Looks really fucking cool. Part of me really wants it to do that. It looks awesome on camera, man. And those guys make it look easy, but flying 300 miles per hour in the sky with 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 no apparatus, just They're you. They're not going 300 miles They go 200 plus miles an hour. Sometimes 300 miles an hour. Yes. They are going hella fast. What's the G-force on that? I don't think they're pulling any Gs because they're, they're going down. They're falling. They're gliding. Well, they're naturally just pulling G's, but okay, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, they're glad they're not. They're not defying gravity in any way. Well, yeah, they're not a Dina Mazzel. <laughs> but there, uh, there was a story, and I don't know the specifics uh, about the story, so don't quote me on it. But I do know <clears throat> the tragedy that uh, surrounds the event. Um, it was in Europe. These uh, team of two to four guys. Um, they were in a valley. Um, what do what they, what they call that fucking? What do they call that shit again? Free, free flying or whatever the fuck it's called. Base guess, jumping? No, not base jumping. Where they're in the the, the suits. Oh, I have no idea. I, I don't know what it is. Okay, so they were flying around there in their flying squirrel suits, and they decided uh, two of the uh, uh, jumpers decided that they were going to go under the bridge instead of over it. Oh, okay, that's stupid. And one of them miscalculated and hit one of the pylons. Ooh! Yeah. And he splat. There was nothing. Nothing. No, absolutely nothing left. He went splat. Yeah. 
Like he combusted. <coughs> combusted? He combusted it, did he? That doesn't even happen in real life with cars. Hollywood has made you think that things combust upon impact. He went boom. Gone. You know what? The only thing that I can say in that situation, guarantee you he didn't feel a fucking thing. Nah, it was so fucking fast. Absolutely not. It was just lights out. That's that's a mercy. Like, can you imagine hitting something at that speed and surviving? No thanks. Yeah, no. No thank you. There's no way you would survive. It's half your body. I mean, even if you... Or if you do survive, if somebody does survive, crashing their body into a bridge pylon at, let's say, 150 plus. You are mush. Let's say you survive that. Mm -hmm. I'll buy your Sasquatch story. Because apparently there are (laughs) things out there beyond my comprehension. I mean... Of course there are things outside in the world that are beyond my comprehension. I'm not a smart man. I mean, I don't know how long, you know... He would he would live for it. I if if I went from myself to a scoop of mashed potatoes, uh, I think I'd want to be put down. <laughs> Can you euthanasia me, please? Because I do not want to live as mashed potatoes. I will firmly promise you this: if I become mashed potatoes, you will take me. If out. If you ever become a vegetable, <laughs> no, not just a vegetable. I'm not talking about like no, vegetable. No, too late. We've already like, established no, vegetables. No, not just a vegetable. No, we've already established vegetables. Not like a cucumber. Even I know potatoes are tubers and not or, technically or, vegetables. Or like a cucumber or like something with texture. No, mashed potatoes. Because that's what you will be is a pile of mashed potatoes. I'm talking about skin off, really mashed, lots of butter, lots of heavy cream, super whipped. Not the gummy kind. Super whipped mashed potatoes. Yeah, super whipped mashed potatoes are the best. Twice baked potatoes, delicious. I used to carve out baked potatoes and put in uh, the mash, and then you put it back in the oven. You know, you know why? You know why? Because my biggest fear as a as a pile of mashed potatoes is getting a finger stuck in me. What? You didn't put your finger in the mashed potatoes when you were a kid. No. Why not? Because I had utensils. And fucking etiquette training. You just didn't. You had etiquette training. Manners. Just, they're called manners. You just didn't want to. You didn't, like curiosity didn't compel you to be like, I wonder what happens if I stick my fucking finger in this pile of mashed potatoes. No, no, I never. Every thought kid that. stuck their finger in a pile of mashed potatoes. I no, no, I guarantee you, I because I was so anal about my food when at, I was young. At least once. No, I was so anal about my food, like. The meat did not touch the veg, did not touch the starch. You were one of those kids. I was. Yes, I absolutely was. Like, nothing touched. You didn't play with your food. No, I I cannot think I ever once played with my food. Even being in the industry? Especially being in the industry now. You never touched mashed potatoes with your hands? Well, obviously, I've touched mashed potatoes with my hands, but that was in the middle of me throwing mashed potatoes in somebody's face. Okay, so you can't can't completely relate, but you can relate. You have an idea of what I'm talking about. I know what the texture of mashed potato feels like in the human hand, yes. That's what I'm saying. I don't want it to come to that. Again... I can absolutely promise you, and I'm going to circle back around after this, by the way, to get back to the Halloween-y thing. Because You're I talking about how these are all hor- horrifying concepts. I do have an actually very interesting bit of Halloween uh, trivia that you might not know about. Anyway, um, <clears throat> I can promise you, if you become a vegetable, I will continue to say no, that. Specifically, a pile of mashed potatoes. If you are ever brain dead, 
You, why are you avoiding this? Why are you dancing around this? Say the words. If you ever become mashed potatoes... Because that's such a silly, silly thing to become. That's what you would become if you crashed to a bridge where we're in a flying squirrel suit going okay, 200 miles ever, per hour. How do you want me to do it? Do you want me to poison you? Do you want me to suffocate you? Do you want me to shoot you? I want you to eat me. Jesus fuck. <laughs> I want you to season me with salt and pepper and have at it. Maybe add some Havarti cheese on top. No, you add cheese to your mashed potatoes? Cheese and mashed potatoes, man. No! Not like the grated kind. Use like some sort of cream cheese. Like cheese with cream cheese properties. No, no, okay. I can understand adding a little bit of cheese. What's like, that? What's that? Like uh, a three cheese cheddar blend that you that you do and you do grate it over the potatoes really nicely and then you take a fucking uh, a brulee torch and you really nicely like what's that, melt like, nice, it. Nice, like softy creamy cheese. It's like it's got an Irish name that you put on crackers. What? 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 It's a soft, like, creamy cheese that you put on crackers, but it's not, like, cream cheese per brie? se. No, it's not brie. It's, it's a lot, it's not as dense as brie. Um. It's like a spread. But it comes in whiz. little wheels. No, it's not fun. Bluebell? What's that look like? What's no, Bluebell, Bluebell, I think, is the ice cream. Um, the, the laughing cow? Those, no, not those, that guy. Those not, little... not the thing that comes in the wax. I'm talking about... It's a spreadable cheese that you put on crackers. All cheese is spreadable if you warm it up enough. Okay. I have no idea. I'm not a huge cheese guy. I like my provolone. I like my Swiss. Wait, what was I like my mozzarella. Oh, Warren Seven? I think my brother has a guitar that's signed by him. Uh, it's either him or the guy that does um, In the Year 2525. Yeah, so... Promise you'll eat me. No! <laughs> no, I will not. Why not? Because I'm not going to eat you. But I've become mashed potatoes. Can I feed you to Bell? That is acceptable. Okay, I'll feed you to Bell. Can we explain who Bell is, please? Bell is. Uh, he was my roommate for about eight years until I could no longer continue to live with him. And what kind of roommate is he, Steve? Uh, he's a fucking badass one. Okay, can we get more specific? Yeah, he's super clean. He uh, never leaves any dishes. Well, he leaves two dishes out, but I'm okay with it. They're just two very small dishes on the floor because he's a cat. <laughs> I miss my kitty. He's a good kitty. Yeah, he is. I'm never getting him back. He's got a sense of humor. Yeah, he does. Uh, no shit, he does have a fucking sense of humor. You guys think we're being sarcastic right now? I kid you not. This cat is funny. The uh, the place he that he does funny things. The place that he lives now, um, the my my cousin Heather, uh, who has Bo, um, my cousin Heather and Will, um, they just got two kittens, and apparently Bo just lays down in the sunbeam <laughs> and watches them fight each other like like some fucking roman roman governor like for my entertainment thumb up a thumb now down. granted apparently he's just been walking over to the kitten's food and stealing it too yeah but then the kittens just go and steal his food at least there's some sort of retribution so what is this a uh, bit of halloween trivia you would you would like to discuss why do you think we carve pumpkins on halloween how many guesses do I get? You know what? I'll give you as many guesses as you want. 
until you say, I give up, why why do we carve pumpkins on Halloween? We've carved pumpkins because we didn't quite know. I would say it's pretty freaking cushy. So we got cut off there. Oh, we're back. Yes. So my guess was, why do we carve pumpkins on Halloween? Well, that was the question. That was not your guess. Well, yeah. Well, we're, we're revisiting the, <laughs> the, the, uh, the topic. My guess was, is because we didn't quite know what to do with eggplants. Which, again, was strangely really close to the mark. And then the second guess was... Long story short, my other two guesses were kind of related because pumpkins aren't flammable and we use them for light fixture purposes. Which, again, and like I said, and I'll just, I'll just give the very brief abbreviated version of that. Um, <clears throat> uh, there's, there's an Irish folklore story about a character called Stingy Jack who made a deal with the devil that the devil will never reap his soul. So when Stingy Jack actually died, he then... Um, well, why did he make the deal with the devil? Because he was con man. Con man and a grifter. Uh, right up there with uh, John Constantine. And um, not nearly as good as... Or way better than Faust ever was. Uh, but uh, essentially, Stingy Jack eventually dies goes up to heaven or whatever afterlife you want to believe um and the the deity that runs heaven said hey i can't take you you made a deal with the devil and then so gets stingy jack gets shunted down into hell and the devil says hey i can't i can't take you i i never renege on a deal and so stingy jack gets sent back up to earth uh carves a lantern out of a turnip and has to wander throughout all of eternity with his turnip lantern guiding and lighting his way. Um, and that's, that's a bit of Irish legend. And so when a whole bunch of Irish people came over to America, turnips not nearly as plentiful, pumpkins were, and so pumpkins just naturally took the place of turnips uh, as the lantern carving thing of choice. And I'm going to continue talking because uh, Jason's had to step away for just a minute. And there's one thing that I hate. It is dead air on the radio. So, hello everyone. This is Steve. A little bit, uh, a little bit, a little bit more Steve than, than you probably like. Are you treading water right now? Yes, yes, I am. Very much so. Which is ironic because I fucking hate being in the water. And I wouldn't tread water. I would just go blub, 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 blub like Natalie would. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, if you can't tell by now, Steve's Irish. I have Irish ancestry. I'm an American. You're Irish American. Yeah. If you want to call it that, I would say that there's no such thing as Irish American or English American or, and I, I shouldn't opine on this, but I think that's one of the silly things about the term african-american it's like no we're we're all just americans i agree with that and we're gonna save the rest of that train of thought for another episode yeah this we should probably do it a, we should probably do it after the election this this has been a very lovely halloween episode 
really quickly, though, I will say this. Anyone that's listening to this, if you are of age, go vote. I don't care who you vote for, but go vote. The fact that I have seen liquor companies, I have never seen this before in my fucking life. Svedka is putting out vote ads. Anheuser-Busch, Miller Coors. I have never seen booze. One of the most recession-proof products in human history. And they're saying go vote? They clearly must be scared of something. So go vote. Go vote. Doesn't matter who you vote for, so long as you've done the research and you vote, you're conscious. So, in conclusion, we don't see you then. We will see you on another time, Jobin. Sarah Marshall. <laughs> it's not fucking Sarah Marshall, man. That's from, oh wait, no, that's from I Love You, man. Yeah, yeah you're right. You're Jane right. says, Christ. <laughs> <laughs>